Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to share our podcast has been nominated in Boise Weekly's annual Best of Boise contest. And while it's an honor to be nominated, I have to admit it would be even more fun to win. If we've helped you connect to the city you love, go to the link in the show notes to vote for us by May 23rd. Thanks, Boise. Today on CityCast Boise, a while back I talked to our audio producer Evelyn Avitia about growing up in the Caldwell School District. She shared the challenges her Latino peers face and gave us a tour of her favorite Caldwell Eats and spots you should visit. It's Monday, January 23rd, 2023. I'm Emma Arnold and this is CityCast Boise. good to talk to you. Hello, Emma. Welcome to C-Town. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm very excited. I actually, I love Caldwell. I went to third and fourth grade, part of fourth grade there. And I feel like for, so for people who just moved here or for people who are out of state listeners, I want to explain. So Caldwell is about a half hour from Boise and it's always kind of been, you know, crapped on a little bit by Boise and kind of like treated like a stepsister of the town or a bit. And which I've always felt like is very unfair because it's super cute out there and there's tons of good places to eat. And the people are so lovely and so nice. And it's funny because a bigger city, when you tell them how far Caldwell is, like in Boise, people be like, I'm not going to Caldwell. Mm-hmm. But if you tell someone in L.A. like, oh, it's about a half hour away, they're like, what? That's still... Boise. That's like this. That's nothing to drive a half hour to go, you know, visit part of your town, basically. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So you grew up in Caldwell. Tell me. And you love it. You're a huge Caldwell fan, huh? I am. But it wasn't always like that. I mean, growing up when people would ask me like, oh, where are you from? And I'd have to say Caldwell. I almost felt embarrassed. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I'm from Caldwell. It has this horrible reputation. And growing up here, I had a very comfortable childhood. I um, was always around people who looked like me, and I always felt very safe. But obviously, I grew up during a time where there was a lot of gang violence and the crime rate was just insane. But me being so young, I never experienced any of that. I never saw those issues. Um, And so I have seen the growth in Caldwell. And I don't know, it's just, um, it makes me kind of sad to to know that like I look back and I was like, oh, like I'm from Caldwell. And it just only got worse during college. That's definitely where I experienced like, oh yeah, I grew up in Caldwell. And people always made like a funny face like, oh, Caldwell, like, ill, like, oh, ghetto, blah, blah, blah. Which is, I mean, am I right to assume that's gotta be like racism and classism, a lot of that, right? Definitely. Caldwell is such a diverse place. We have A lot of people who work in agriculture and are doing their farming, but we also have a lot of Latinos and Hispanics in the area working in big companies like Simpla or working out in the fields or working regular jobs, um, a lot of essential workers. And of course, all of that associates with there's so many people of color here and and yeah, you can't help but feel like, oh, this all connects to racism and, and discrimination. 
Well, you're here to tell us why you love Caldwell. And for people who maybe are still, you know, poo-pooing Caldwell or, or feeling like, oh, it's too far to go for something, you're going to tell us like what makes it so special. And I love that one of the biggest things that you said about what you love uh, about it is places to eat. Tell us about like, where do you love to eat in Caldwell? Absolutely. Amano is my favorite place to go. I don't think Caldwell has experienced a restaurant like Amano. And what I love about Caldwell is that there are so many good Mexican restaurants. And um, Amano is one of them. And they just create this insane environment of providing authentic Mexican food while also providing you know, that bougie, comfortable, like, aesthetic and making you feel like, oh, I'm in, like, a really cool restaurant. Casa Añejo is a newer restaurant, um, and they have really good drinks and appetizers. The Grit 2C, such a good place. I love their little Nashville chicken sandwich. And then they have a Primavera pasta, which is also so yummy. And all of them are nearby. So it's if you're like, oh, this restaurant's so booked, then you walk to the other one and yeah, get in that wait line. <laughs> <laughs> Is that those are near downtown? Yeah, those are all in downtown. Caldwell, people don't realize has the cutest downtown, like the plaza, that whole area. Do you hang out down there quite a bit? Yeah. You want to know the craziest part is that when I went to Moscow, I left Caldwell in a completely different shape than it is now. Like I came back and I was like, wait, what are all these restaurants or what is this plaza? And even now I go back and I visit and there's a new shop, a new restaurant. And I'm like, oh my God, like it's just, it keeps going, it keeps going. But I love to spend time in downtown Caldwell for sure. It seems too like for people who have kind of like maybe had it with downtown and having like downtown Boise and needing to make a reservation and having trouble parking, like Caldwell is a great break from that because parking is not an issue. You're probably going to be able to get into a restaurant fairly quickly. Like it's it seems like kind of a nice break from some of our starting to be big city Boise problems. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, actually. <laughs> oh, really? No. Oh, I'm totally wrong. No. Oh. With Caldwell growing, it's booked and busy out there. Restaurants are full. The parking spaces are limited. There is parking, but you have to walk. And the craziest part is that you get so upset. You're like, great, like now I have to park all the way over here and walk all the way over there, <laughs> which is completely normal for bigger cities. Yeah. And it's something we're not used to here and something that we're going to have to get used to, especially as it continues to grow. That is funny. I sometimes I'll be talking to like a friend from L.A. and I'll be like, oh, my gosh, the traffic was wild. It took me like <laughs> 24 minutes to get there. And then I looked for parking for like another 15 and they're like. Mm, shut up. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that is nothing. And I'm like, I have to remind myself like, oh, OK, comparatively, it's still still yeah. a quiet, quiet spot. No. And that's so funny because with construction, our roads are getting busier, like the Caldwell Boulevard, super, super packed with other roads being closed. And I always hear my parents and now I'm in, you know, their shoes and I'm like, oh, my God, like there's so many cars here. There was never any cars <laughs> here. I can't believe this. Like, where are all these people going? You know, I forget every time I'm out in Caldwell, I'm like, oh, I forget how pretty it is out here. Like I was just out at Lake Lowell for a wedding a couple weeks ago and I was like, oh, my gosh, it is just gorgeous. And there's actually quite a lot to do. Yeah. One of my go to places is St. Chappelle Winery and the Sawtooth Winery. Those are just super fun to grab your friends and enjoy a nice glass of wine or the mimosa flights. 
if I'm in downtown Caldwell, I'm always going to be at Flying M. I have to stop there. It's so cute. It's one of the best places. And now there's like the still and other fun little frozen yogurt places. So it's always nice to grab a little sweet treat and then just hang out in the plaza. And typically there's a lot of people hanging out depending on the season. So that's always really fun. Oh, I love that. I also, I really love, um, I mean, I love a rodeo. I, I was a, grew up, you know, around the demo derbies and the rodeos. And yeah. uh, the Canyon County Rodeo is super amazing and fun, like really great. Mm-hmm. And also best, in my opinion, best state fair, Canyon County State Fair. Better, I'm going to say it, better than the Idaho State Fair. I love it. Mm, yeah. You don't agree? <laughs> You're like, okay, I don't agree with either, but I support it. And I know a lot Thank of people you. that do enjoy both. And yeah. that's, you know, there's something for everybody. So tell me, so tell, there's so many people have recently moved there and it like is changing so much. What's the school district like for people that are, you know, thinking of relocating out there or have relocated? How's that out there? So I was always in the Caldwell School District and Obviously, at the time, I thought I was getting a good quality education or to the best that it could be. I felt like my teachers were really involved in me as a student and wanting me to succeed and all of that. And yeah, it's a supportive environment. I Like I said, it was really nice to be around a bunch of people who looked like me, shared the same experiences as a Latina woman in Caldwell. But it wasn't until I got to the University of Idaho that I realized how much work needs to be done in the Caldwell school districts with most of us not having access to a lot of things that really impacted me and like affected me as a student in college. Oh my God, why am I getting emotional? Oh, no, that is emotional. That totally makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. You know, my kids obviously aren't Hispanic uh, or Latino, but have gone to lower income, t- you know, Title I schools their whole life. And, you know, we lived in an apartment and we're very poor. And that you get a very different education going to like a Title I free lunch school versus like, mm-hmm. you know, we were at Rocky Mountain High the other day and I was like, there's so much money at this school. Holy cow. Like, I can see why that would make you really emotional. Yeah, it's crazy. And especially since you didn't realize it till you got to college, you know, like yeah. that's probably a really big shock. It definitely was. Um, and it just sucks because you want, you know, these students in Caldwell to succeed. And it's hard when they don't have access to a lot of the opportunities of, you know, other students. And um, there was this experience like the college counselors or counselors to help you apply to college, they like wouldn't even come up to us. Like, yeah, I want to apply to the College of Idaho. And they'd be like, oh, I don't know if that'll be a possibility for you. And like my white um, peers, they'd be like, oh, yeah, like, let's get you in this scholarship. Let's get you over here. Let's blah, blah, blah. And they tell me they're like, I can't believe like that's how they're treating you guys compared to us. And yeah, I mean, I hope that's changed since I've been there, which hasn't been too long. But it's yeah, just the treatment was crazy. And to think that that was what was happening in a school that even had a really large population of Latino students and Hispanic students, you know, and that was still happening. Like you said, you felt like for the most part, you had been treated, you know, really well. And and it was still happening to you. So, God, that's that's really rough. Yeah. 
I don't know, quite a time. But yeah. I'm I'm excited for the future of Caldwell. I think there's so much potential for Caldwell to be a really great city and be a place where people really could see themselves raising their families or living their best life alone. <laughs> so what do you see changing and what do you think needs to change and what needs to stay the same? Like what is it for the best version of Caldwell, in your opinion? Hmm. Well, one of the things that I have seen change, and I think it's a really great change, is seeing um, an increase in community events and wanting to build a community. And so people being able to take pride in saying that, hey, yeah, I am from Caldwell. What needs to change? I mean, there's all the tea with the Caldwell Police Department. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially with a lot of Latinos, um, I would love to see, you know, a healthy relationship between the Caldwell Police Department and the people of Caldwell. But yeah, I think we'll maybe slowly get there. So do you plan on staying in Caldwell? Do you think you'll buy a house there? I mean, if it ever becomes affordable, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, no, I was thinking, my, like my dream life. I was like, my dream life, I'm moving to Boise. I'm going to have a house in Boise. But... Now I'm like, you know what? Maybe I could see myself buying a home in Caldwell. Is that potentially a thing? I think so. But who knows? If I were to stay in Idaho, which I do plan to stay in Idaho, hopefully, (laughs) (laughs) um, Caldwell is uh, the place to be. Well, thank you so much, Evelyn, for sharing all your Caldwell expertise with us. And I can't wait to get out there and have lunch with you at Amano and have you show me all the sites and get a coffee and see the plaza. Yay, can't wait. Thank you. And one more thing before we sign off. The Idaho Statesman is reporting that students in the Caldwell School District led a brown pride protest after a student was told to remove their brown pride sweater. Administrators say the phrase brown pride has an affiliation with gangs and goes against school policy, but the students say it's a display of pride in their heritage. Shortly after the protest, someone spray-painted the words white power on the Caldwell High School building. The Caldwell Police Department is not investigating this as a hate crime because they believe the vandalism was done as an act of intimidation between two rival Hispanic criminal street gangs. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with stories from around the city. Bye.